0: About to win so big. Tell my hydraulic money. Yeah. Money coming in. Tell me what's the program? 25 days of Yeah, get with the program. So they walk their way get the program. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, whatever you choose to go by, if you're listening to this podcast, we love you. This is the first ever Tales from the Terror Dome preview. It's your boy, Dan. I'm here with my guy. Y'all know him. Grayson Wimbish
1: in the building. We're here to break this thing down. How you doing, my man? Fantastic, Dan. Uh, like you said, it's weird. You know, I uh we didn't go bowling last year. So and what? This this podcast was founded in 2021 and 2022. What, 2022. Okay, so you wouldn't have done a bowl podcast for the uh that Maryland game in the pinstripe bowl. And in hindsight, it's 2020. It's probably a good thing you didn't have to do a podcast for that bowl game. But uh, to answer your question, I'm, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on, as always. Um, got a good thing going, you know. Uh, been a great time this season coming on here and talking about Virginia Tech football. So I'm, I'm very appreciative. Uh, very, very appreciative. Um, we just had a great weekend, Dan, in, in Blacksburg. I was down there for my little brother's graduation. You came down to go to the basketball game on Saturday, wrestling yesterday, did you uh would you say that you enjoyed your time down in uh, in Blacksburg this weekend
0: absolutely anytime I go to Blacksburg I go one and0 that weekend if you want to put it in coach speak um surprisingly my hotel discount was not blacked out at the end at Virginia Tech so I uh g- gladly took advantage of that Cause I love that place. If you've never stayed there, it's a very special place. It's amazing. They have a little museum in there. You can walk around. Preston's is a great restaurant. They got a great bar. Uh, and it's central to everything. So if you find yourself, you know, cross-eyed at PK's at 2 a.m. or Tots or wherever, and you just chow down on a slice of Benny's or whatever you choose at that time,
1: it's uh it's not a bad walk back, you know, it's, it's definitely doable. It's absolutely doable I would say uh in from downtown black I mean it's what half a mile maybe from pKs anyway maybe less than that maybe like a quarter mile. I-, I don't know but it's not a bad walk oh uh, it was great uh to see my little brother graduate he got his master's degree uh super proud of him that was a great ceremony on on Friday during the day Uh, and then Dan you and I actually we met up we met up at PK's and uh, met up with Evan Hughes and my little brother was down there as well and you know Evan said he said guys be on the lookout the entire you know Virginia Tech Athletic staff is about to be here in a second because they're having their Christmas party and all of a sudden he was right Uh, you know a bunch of different people rolled in we caught up with Bailey Angle uh, great guy um, y'all know him from being the MC of Virginia Tech live sporting events, and all the way from Bailey Angle to to Brent Pry. Coach Pry was in the house. I uh, got to say hello to him. I congratulated him on getting, you know, the guys who stayed home, like Delane and Strong and facial Tootin, dude. Rootin' tootin'. All of these guys are coming back. The Bad Boys of Blacksburg are coming back. Toot toot, toot baby. Yeah, dude. Very very exciting. Uh, News out of Blacksburg. And it just doesn't seem to stop, Dan, because today we got three commitments. Today is Monday, December 18th. We're recording this at 6.12 p.m. EST. And we got three commitments today from Anais Peebles, a defensive lineman transfer from Duke University. Kamari Copeland, a defensive lineman transfer from Iowa Western. He's from Virginia Beach. And then last but not least, we got a commitment from Sam Brumfield III. It was a middle linebacker transferring from Middle Tennessee, which these are all positions that we desperately need help at, especially on the defensive line. You think about we are losing Mario Kendricks. We're losing Norrell Pollard. You have Peebles coming in. You have Copeland coming in. You have Josh Fugas sticking around, giving us some depth there. Thank God. We need it. We need a linebacker who can call the defense, knows the defense, hoping Brumfield will be that guy. Uh, Very, very exciting news over the last five days in Blacksburg. And I think we're going to get some more good news. Um, It was a huge weekend for recruits. Uh, There were a lot of them in town visiting Virginia Tech this week. Dan, I know you met up with them. Kalen Adams' uh, stepdad, Christopher Lester. Um, wait. How, how did that meeting go? I know you said we were at the basketball game, and and you went to go talk to Chris. He's he's great. He's a big personality already in Hokie Twitter,
0: dude. Uh, I've known. I've known Chris. I guess only as long as Keelan has been committed to Virginia Tech, maybe a little before, but he is definitely acclimated himself to Virginia Tech uh ingratiated himself into the hokey online community um he is a guy that you just feel like you'd know him for a long time even if you' only known him for a short time like he's just like a warm inviting person. It's like bro I like this dude. I take that back I met him I met him last year after a basketball game, all the recruits were in town. And the staff took some of the parents to PKs. And he was there, and I had a Terradome shirt on. And he asked me about the Terradome, and I told him. And then I was like, oh, you're Keelan's dad? He was like, yeah. I was like, we got to keep the crib to crib. And he was like, but we from North Carolina. And I said, it's even shorter of a trip. We got to keep the crib to crib. And he's always remembered that. He likes that. He's embraced me. As the crazy dude that I am and nah, they're him, Keelan, Keelan's mother, they're great, they're great people, man. It was a, it was a pleasure to see them again.
1: I uh and I'm very excited for Keelan to get on, and apologies for mispronouncing his name. It's it is confirmed Keelan. Okay, good. Now I know that going forward. Uh I am excited that Keelan is a hokey. I'm excited to watch uh, that young man play and suit up in maroon and orange. Uh, for the next three or four years, however long he's in Blacksburg. Um, he's a baller. I think it's absolute bull crap that they killed a star off of his resume. Uh, but it's just because he's committed to Virginia Tech. If he were going to Georgia, Bama, or any of the Blue Bloods, he'd still be a four-star. So um, really excited about Keelan Adams. Uh, we also saw we saw Coach X. We saw Coach Xavier D.B. So I'm walking around Castle Coliseum. And all I could think to myself is coach X could put on pads and play football tomorrow, probably at a very high level. Um, you know, it's just insane to me. I think it's so cool that he's now back on staff and, and is kind of becoming an, not kind of, he is becoming an integral part of what we're building and rebuilding in Blacksburg. And uh, I, you just, I tip my cap to coach Brian, his staff, because think about it, Dan, we talked about it or already in this episode, Two years ago, dude, we were on our way to the pinstripe bowl looking like the Tulane Green Wave without a head coach. We had just hired Coach Pry, but he wasn't going to be on the sideline. The cupboard was bare and they kicked our ass. And rightfully so, it made sense that they kicked our ass because we, I mean, what? Connor Blumrick was our quarterback and no disrespect to Connor Blumrick, but he, as we saw, just wasn't really a system quarterback. He, the cupboard was very, very bare, and it was never going to go our way in New York, which is a shame because those helmets with the, Yankee, the Yankees logo on them were awesome. And uh, I wish they could have sold those, but for licensing reasons, they obviously could not. But um, I know Clark Rowland probably has one of them somehow, you know. Uh,
0: <laughs> you can buy the hat at Alumni Hall.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they've been sold yeah. this a year, but I'm ta- I'm talking if there's one guy I know. Who has the most obscure? How did you get that? Uh, you know, Virginia Tech merchandise that's probably game worn. It's it's Clark, so I or know. Shane Graham, one of the or two. Or Shane, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Shane Graham. It's like, how did you, how did you get that? And no one knows. Um, but anyway, was a, it was a great weekend, Dan? Last thing about this weekend, you and I texted last night. The weather in Blacksburg yesterday was in Virginia, just Virginia at large, Central Virginia was abysmal. That ride home was probably in the last 15 years. I've I've driven to Blacksburg so many times, alone with my family, doesn't matter. It was one of the scariest drive, a most uneasy drive home, uh drives home from Blacksburg, I think I've ever done, ever sat shotgun for uh the what you couldn't see. Anything. Um, the the most relief I felt on that entire trip home was getting off of 81 and getting on a 64 eastbound. Um, and I know you said you were like, dude, that drive was terrible. Man, that was not a pleasant experience. So I'm glad that we're, we're both in one piece and, and we're safe. Um, how long did it take you to get home? Did you run into any traffic or anything?
0: Traffic wasn't bad. It was just like super foggy and rainy. I was amped up after um Virginia Tech wrestling dogged Stanford at home in Castle. Um it was great. You know, Cooper Flynn beat the number 4 kid in the nation at his weight class and I always see his mom there and she was just literally moved to tears. She was so proud for her son and that made it extra special for me cuz I, I like stuff like that. I'm a big hallmark moment guy It's probably why Christmas movies are some of my favorite genres um but yeah uh, weather was trash the drive wasn't it felt longer than it probably was uh I got home probably like closer to seven um but yeah man it was uh it wasn't fun and then you add on the four shots of espresso I had before I left town it probably didn't help me out at.
1: <laughs> Driving off of, off of a coffee buzz is a big no-no. I I can't do it. I can't drive off of, like, more than two cups of coffee because I just start tweaking out. I think that's when I had my first panic attack ever was, like, on a coffee high behind the wheel of a vehicle. Uh, Would not recommend. Dan, let's get into the meat and potatoes of uh, what we're talking about this evening, which is, the bowl game next week in Annapolis, Maryland. It is the military bowl. We came on here a couple of weeks ago and I talked about how I am sick of the military bowl, how I am done with the military bowl, how the weather is going to suck at the military bowl. If we wound up in the military bowl and we are now playing in it. And I checked the way, way, way too early forecast. And I hope it changes. I hope it changes. Please God change the forecast. Because right now, it looks like it's going to rain. And I, the one thing I forgot to bring home, you guessed it, a raincoat. So, going to have to go get me a poncho, probably. But it seems as though every time, sub-2014, that Virginia Tech plays in Annapolis, it is either A, freezing cold, or B, rainy and damp. Or the third, D, or C, excuse me, C, All of the above, which is all of those things. Um, And so, going to be there. You're going to be there. A lot of Hokies are going to be there. I believe all of the tickets for Virginia Tech have sold out. Uh, I am very excited. This is the first bowl game I've been to since the Belk Bowl in 2016 against Arkansas. So, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, But let's get into it, dude. Uh, let's talk. Go ahead. We're gonna I was going to
0: say, we are having a tailgate. Uh, if you want to come hit me up, uh, on Twitter or wherever, um, we're going to have, it's going to be a lot of bourbon theme there. So, uh, bring a bottle, bring it so, like whatever you want. Let's, uh, let's all come in, have a great time. Cause it's the last time we're going to do it till April for the spring game. And, uh, yeah, man. Let's uh let's let's send this season out properly.
1: Agree. Uh I'm very much looking forward to it to seeing some um some hokies who I haven't gotten to see and uh good lord. I mean, you know, like my uncle and aunt are gonna be going. I'm actually sitting with them and I haven't seen them in a while. So looking forward to seeing them and and uh I actually I know some hokies from Annapolis, so I'm excited to see them as well. But the main storyline, Dan, in this game is Tulane's head coach, Willie Fritz, took the Houston job after Houston fired Dana Holgerson uh, this past month. The Green Wave will obviously be operating with an interim head coach calling the military bowl. And a lot of Tulane football players have opted out of this bowl or have entered the transfer portal. What does that make you think of us two years ago? I guess it takes one to know one. I wouldn't wish their situation upon my worst enemy, but these things do happen. That is the game of college football. Uh, The Tulane players not playing in the military bowl because of transfer or opting out include most notably number one at the top of the list. Most important QB, Michael Pratt, the best quarterback in Tulane history. He's the all time leading passer in every category He, he has. 2,406 passing yards and 22 touchdowns. And then he added 286 yards on the ground and five rushing touchdowns. Selfishly, given all the other news that has come out of Tulane, I was kind of hoping, I actually really was hoping that, that Michael Pratt was going to play. Um, we continue this list with wide receiver, also a complete dagger to the green wave. Uh, and I would say this young man was probably the most dangerous offensive player behind Michael Pratt, wide receiver Chris Brazzle. And then after that, you have defensive back DJ Douglas, defensive lineman Devane Deal, defensive lineman Keith Cooper Jr., tight end Alex Ballman, and another quarterback, Kai Horton. The consensus right now is that redshirt sophomore Justin Abieta, I hope I'm saying that correct, Justin Ibeza is most likely Pratt's successor. He's actually only made one start, and that came against, ironically enough, Houston last season. Um, and they're going to be looking to uh, to be very active on the ground. They still do have their running back, uh, Makai Hughes. Um, he's kind of been the, the focal point of their offensive attack. Uh, he had 1,290 yards, and he's had seven touchdowns. So with Michael Pratt out, expect, expect Tulane to run a lot. Uh, you know, we're really gonna have to dial up uh stopping the run against Tulane, which if our defense plays the way that they did against the Wahoos, that shouldn't be an issue. Um, so I would also like to point this out. You know, we're not talking really P5 here, but it is worth noting that Tulane has 25 turnovers on the season, including the third most interceptions at 17. So the Green Waves plus seven turnover margin ranked 13th best among all FBS schools. It's kind of crazy. Um, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I think for us, you know, we obviously. We lost three people to the transfer portal. We lost Daquan Wright, uh, Dwayne Lofton, and Derek Canteen. We're gonna be playing without those guys. Uh definitely not nearly as bad of a situation or a dire of a situation as Tulane. But um Dan, I'll I'll open this up to you. What are you what are your kind of your keys to the game? What are you gonna be looking for? What does Virginia Tech have to do to win this game handily?
0: Well, first, I'll tell you what I'm going to miss, and that is the in-game entertainment provided by Bailey Angle. I didn't realize how much I missed it until he didn't do the basketball game on Saturday, but he did wrestling on Sunday, and it just how much it adds to the experience is very underrated. So shout-out, Bailey Angle. Uh, we mentioned earlier that Santa bought us, brought us a few early Christmas gifts and Brumfield Peebles, Copeland, um and uh Cunningham I'm hoping he brings me a, a late Christmas gift when uh the the broadcast is interviewing Tulane's new head coach and Tootin just breaks off like a f- tud to the house to go up like 48 points or something like that but um uh, true all all jokes and lighthearted commentary aside um Tulane only gave up, on average, like 93.5 rushing yards this year per game. And I think uh, I would take the over on that one because, um yeah, Kyron Malachi and uh Bachel Tootin are coming. And uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think they're going to hold up too well against us because the way we just absolutely continue to pound the rock And the dominant style of football that we play, I think that we're just going to wear them down, especially with the uh, lack of talent that they're going to have because of so many withdrawals, holdouts, entries into the transfer portal, which I imagine in the next week there might be a couple more. I don't know. Um, They give up almost 240 yards through the air. Uh, (laughs) We got some awesome receivers out there, and we got a great tight end and Benji Gosnell. I think, uh, I think we're gonna find some lanes, you know what I'm saying? Um, no pun intended, boogie Jalen Lane, love you, dog. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, they do have a decent rushing attack, and I say decent, pretty good 156.8 rushing yards per game this year. Uh, Our run defense has been pretty susceptible this year. They do have a good running back in Makai Hughes, like you said, who ran for 12.97 tuds, added 11 catches for uh, 67 yards. So uh, I feel like their quarterback, third string, not going to hold up against our DBs, but we can't let Makai Hughes just gash us all day on the ground and not force their quarterback to throw the ball.
1: Yeah, and and you know it's right now, as it currently stands, I believe Dan. Unless you've seen anything to the contrary, Vegas currently has the Hokies favored by ten points. I believe that that makes sense given the circumstances. Uh, What you can't have happen is get cocky in your mind and and overlook Tulane based on the their situation. You can't do that. You can't have a Bryce Perkins or a Lynn Bowden Jr. situation where you have one player gash you because you get a little cocky. You can't have it. And I don't think our guys are gonna be. I think, as I mean, as we've mentioned, the uh, the clientele as far as fan base is concerned is going to be if, hmm, if I had to guess, again, guess 70%, maybe 80% Virginia Tech fans. It's a home game for us. I'm going
0: 90, 10, bro.
1: It might, dude, you might be right. Like, Tulane is in New Orleans. Uh, Shout out, New Orleans. Love you. Um, But how many of them are going to travel to Annapolis, Maryland, two days after Christmas? And I know people who go and are from New Orleans, they love a good time. But I don't, if I'm a Tulane fan, and this is just me, if I'm a Tulane fan flying up to Annapolis, in December, two days after Christmas, to see a team without my head coach and my starting quarterback and my best wide receiver and two key defensive linemen play a hot Virginia Tech team, that doesn't sound like a very good time. Again, what do I know? Just doesn't sound like a very good time. I it, I would not do it if I were a fan of the Tulane Green Wave. I would, in fact, do it if I were a fan of the Virginia Tech Hokies, which I am, I am a fan of the Virginia Tech Hokies, and I will be in Annapolis on December twenty seven. Um, so I, I I I stand by what you said, Dan. Um, you know, the the bowling ball that is basal Tooten has to roll, get Malachi in the rotation, and then let Kyron Drones absolutely deal in the air to the uh, you know, to Feltons and Jalen Lanes and. The Stephen Gosnells of the world. Um, if we do that, if we come out poised, composed, very calm, we should handily beat this team. Um, I just don't. the The old Virginia Tech fan in me says, "Well, you just got to be careful. You know, you can't let the the red shirt sophomore uh, Justin Ibieta have a career day against you. You just can't let that happen." Um again, we thought some other quarterback in Charlottesville might have a career day against us, and look what happened there fifty five points, kid. so I feel good about it i like I like the hokies in this one um Dan, do you have a score prediction? I don't think we've ever done a score prediction <laughs> in well we did a we did a preview. For the Syracuse game, but I, I don't think we did score predictions, which is funny. What's your score prediction for this one, man?
0: I joked uh, on the timeline today that Virginia Tech is 10.5 point favorites. And I quote tweeted the tweet and I said, I might buy tech. I might buy 10 more points and have to <laughs> bet. I bet tech. So, you know. Minus 19 and a half. With, you know, because I think the best case scenario in this one is we're just dogging them in the third quarter, and, you know, Grant Wells or Pop Watson comes in and finishes this bad boy out. Uh, but if I had to guess, <clears throat> I've been joking all year. If it every time somebody asks me for a score prediction, I say 58 three hookies, <laughs> but, uh, I don't think that'll happen. I'm gonna say forty-four ten Hokies. Uh, Tulane gets a garbage time. Tutty.
1: Okay. I uh my I'm I'm going thirty-eight ten Hokies. I I th- I really do think that we're gonna put it down. Uh, and normally I don't I don't always feel that way, but given just kind of. You know, I, who knows if their interim head coach is going to have any idea what the hell's going on? Uh, give me thirty-eight, ten—the good guys. We get out of Annapolis going into the twenty twenty-four season, riding a maroon and orange wave. How about that? And uh, you know, the the levels of stoked on it would be awesome. That yeah, would be at an all-time high, given given the way the offseason has kind of already started with all the news of all these guys coming back. And Dude, I'm ready to start telling just insane lies about next season and eight, nine wins. I'm ready to start a dialogue, and I'm ready to say, hey, man, you know, give me Clemson in front of college game day at Lane Stadium and give me a Virginia Tech appearance in the ACC championship. I'm ready to start telling fibs. And it looks like based on the timeline today, it seems like a lot of other people are as well. So good. Um it's it's just this it's been this rain, this torrential downpour of good news coming out of the Virginia Tech football program unlike any I've ever seen maybe ever. And it's a little weird I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little strange, but I am here for it. And I know you are as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, when we were at that, um, a, the athletic department uh, after party at PKs, which we just happened to <laughs> stumble into. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, it was like I even put out a tweet. I was like, it was absolutely amazing to be around people that I admire and respect in the media space content creation space like you uh bailey evan amazing dude uh definitely has called his shot the whole time um saw decona later sorry decona neither of us texted you it was a miscommunication but we got you in annapolis my guy um but uh i got a chance to talk to coach pry there and this is no uh, insider information, so or anything like that. I, I'm not that guy. I don't mind sharing this. He was very excited about the prospect of adding Sam Brumfield to our team. And a man that knows linebackers like Coach Pride knows linebackers. If he was that excited about this kid, and then we actually ended up getting him a couple days later, and nobody knew that we were gonna get him. Uh, Pride was just hoping to get him at that point. Uh, then I'm very, very excited about this man joining the team. Uh, if we get, like, another offensive lineman and uh, maybe, like, two other pieces, I- I'm ready to tell egregious lies, brother. Like, college football playoff me, baby. Like, let's do this thing. Twelve teams. We only got to be one of them. Why not? Why not? But, but let's get to Charlotte first.
1: Let's get to Charlotte. Got to get to Charlotte. Uh, that's that. You know what? With what we got coming back, man, there ain't no way in hell that shouldn't be the goal. That should be the goal is get to the ACC championship game next year. I think it's attainable. I really do. I think it's attainable. And you know, you don't want smoke with us. I don't care. I don't care. Clemson don't even scare me. The, the, you know, the new spring kitties down there in Clemson, mm, not worried about them. Like, let them come up to Blacksburg and get their throat kicked in. I don't care. Like, let them come up our way. I can't wait for that game. By the way, I'll be there. Uh, really excited about that. Really excited about our schedule in general. The, you know, people with the Hokies traveling out to Palo Alto in California, uh, I think that game is going to be awesome. Um, and there's probably going to be a lot of Hokies at that game as well.
0: You are going to be one of them?
1: I, I hope to be. Yeah, I hope to be. It's only about a pride fly in San Jose or San Francisco, but it's about a 45 minute flight and those flights are dirt cheap. So I plan on being there, depending on when it is. I know I have a wedding in the fall, uh, which, you know, uh, stop doing that. If you like, <laughs> yeah, football, please don't stop doing that. Like seriously, it actually irritates the crap out of me. You don't
0: even have to like college football, but you have friends that are going to be at that wedding that like college football. Be it's considerate, like, you know? Like, don't <laughs> Damn. Make,
1: don't make me choose you or the Hokies because I might just mess around and choose the Hokies. I've done it before. I digress.
0: It's like um, that goofy meme, I'll do it again.
1: And i do it again. So, anyway... um, yeah, uh, really excited about that. And then, you know, the Nashville game, Vanderbilt. Uh, Nashville is going to have a lot of maroon and orange walking around Broadway. Uh, so next season, there's a lot to be excited about, a lot of games on the calendar to be excited about. You get the Wahoos coming home as well. Uh, Anthony Calandria, I pray for you, man. Uh, Welcome coming to, to Blacksburg. To- Welcome to Blacksburg, dudes. It's going to be noisy. Get ready. Dude, uh, low-key? Not to interrupt, but if you think, like,
0: the ACC is going to have some quarterbacks next year, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, Kyle McCord is at Syracuse now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: DJU might go to Florida State. Cam Ward might come to Miami. We got Kyron Jones. I'm sure UNC will have some slinger down there. Um, But, like, I mean, our our DBs, dude, like – I'm excited. Like the the amount of talent that we return, I feel like definitely sped up our process. I feel like we're in a like we can win now mode now.
1: I would actually love for DJU to go to Florida State just to watch the Clemson fans cry. Like they they they'd be sick to their stomach. It'd be awesome, especially uh, if he smoked them. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd be so good. <laughs> oh, I'd be if so he good. smoked them. Um. Yeah. If you couldn't tell, again, I I cannot stand Clemson. Uh, <laughs> God,
0: God's name, yeah. image, and likeness.
1: Get out of here! Cannot stand them. Anyway, uh, yeah, but okay. So, who is UNC's quarterback going to be? Do we know? Who's going to um, be? It's,
0: oh, it's um, I can't believe I forgot. It's Max Johnson. He came from um, Texas yeah. A&M.
1: Ah, gotcha. And they're hey, bringing
0: man. his brother too at tight end, Jake Johnson. I think mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah.
1: They've got a. They've had a massive portal exodus. Jake Johnson. That that was another hokey. He was a linebacker, number thirty six. I remember Jake Johnson. Uh, yeah, he played on some of those Bud Foster defenses. Back and then he ended up transferring. Wow, I totally for I forgot all about Jake Johnson. Um, but yeah, no, I it makes me wonder if, if dude. Good Lord, Mac Brown, how much longer are you gonna stick around, dude?
0: <laughs> it's, you talking about in life or in coaching?
1: Hey, man. I said, I said coaching, but dude, it could be just as well the other one. And I don't say that to be disrespectful. Not at all. I mean, dude, he's getting up there. Like he and Coach Beamer around the same age, if I'm not mistaken. So. And he um, doesn't it,
0: look as mobile as uh, Nick Saban.
1: He's, he really is starting to look old. Uh, and man, Tricky Nick's going to be coaching when he's 85. I'm convinced. Yeah, that that man just won't slow down. Got to respect it. Got to respect it. Um, the the landscape of college football, man, would be very interesting here in the next five years with some of these guys hanging it up and the coaching carousel and things like that. So, um, uh, and then we got the playoff, dude. I know what happened with Florida State. Florida State. Speaking of the Seminoles, you know, they totally got screwed. Whatever. Uh, but then again, if they played Alabama, you would all bet on Alabama with your entire life savings tomorrow. So, uh, Alabama, Michigan, Washington, Texas, that's going to be, that's going to be really fun. The the college football playoff is going to be fun, regardless about how you feel about it. Um, but dude, uh, looking forward to Annapolis, Dan. Um, I'll definitely see you up there and, uh, Let's go win us a football game against the Tulane Green Wave and go into this off season with our heads held high.
0: Yeah, I hope at like you know six or seven p.m. Eastern time at uh on December twenty seventh in Annapolis, Maryland, all the Hokies are spilling in to uh all the bars downtown, happy and elated that we just put a put a big dub. Stamp on our uh, on our season after we're we well seasoned from tailgating to escape the cold.
1: So that's that's what I'm hoping for, man. Oh, dude, it'd be great. It'd be uh, it'd be fantastic if well, we win
0: or when we win, whichever, whichever you choose, verbiage wise. Are we in the field?
1: Uh, are we celebrating with the team? I, sending them out. I don't. I don't think you can at bowl games. Also, I'm I don't think I'm in the no camp. Uh I'm in the dude, no, let them celebrate. Uh, and you know, Hokie fans can celebrate in the parking lot space So um, but yeah, man, I I I can't say enough, Dan. I really do appreciate you letting me come on here. This has been a great outlet. I love talking about Virginia Tech football and uh you know the the these podcasts this the few that we've done this season have been a lot of fun man so um you know this is uh this isn't goodbye I'd see you later uh but uh, as as we kind of move into the off season you know um god bless you as you look to find interviews and other things to talk about
0: <laughs> yeah, uh while we're at it, when you listen to this Brian Steinspring episode will be out. It is out now. So, uh it was amazing hour and 40 minute conversation. So, please absolutely check that out. he Told a lot of great stories, especially about Coach Pry and Beamer and Coach Billy Height, the legend. So, uh and and definitely uh support Roanoke College football as it comes to fruition and becomes more and more real headed towards the fall. So, uh, yeah, man. What?
1: Interview season, baby. Interview season. Have fun. Uh, um. <laughs> have fun with that. Uh, To everyone, you know, go Hokies and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, whatever you don't, and uh, Happy New Year.
0: Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Hopefully we're celebrating a bowl. W. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? December 27th, 2 p.m. Annapolis, Maryland Military Bowl. Let's go out there. Let's uh, mop the floor with uh, the green wave. And uh, let's go home into an off season, hopefully full of other great, you know, hokey sport wins. Women's basketball, wrestling, men's basketball, softball, soil judging, golf, whatever. Whatever you're into, let's do it. Let's get a W.
1: Get your popcorn ready. It's time. It's
0: it's time. Go Hokies.
1: Go Hokies.